Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Show. I am Jennifer. I'm Corey. And today we are going to talk about the hot topic, and that is chat GPT and what it means to your medical practice. Yeah, and specifically, not only just chat GPT, but artificial intelligence or AI, sometimes it's called machine learning. It all kind of means the same thing. So we're going to talk about how that may be the end of everything that we know and love, or maybe it's just a way to be a little bit more efficient, or maybe it's somewhere in between. Yeah, so for all of you that might be under a rock or have some questions about ChatGPT, Corey, why don't you give us the skinny on what we're actually talking about, how it works, kind of what's been discussed lately, and you know, we'll go from there. Yeah, so pretty much um, ChatGPT is, is a lot of the text-based knowledge on the internet kind of funneled into like a language model. So you can ask it questions, and it will give you responses up until... Uh, things that it knows from the year 2021. So it's not up to date on current stuff, but you can ask it all kinds of queries and it will give you back responses and and essentially act as like a little assistant to you. So uh, for example, you couldn't say like, um, like you would with your iPhone, you wouldn't say, hey, chat GPT, tell me about the weather. But you could say chat GPT, for example, um, write me a professional sounding cover letter that I can give to my boss in a dermatology practice and here's some information about me and it'll actually like spit out a letter to you whether that letter is good or the information is correct or relevant is you know it's hit or miss but it will do that piece of the work for you yeah and i think that this came up for me at least you know i follow the headlines kind of following what's happening but the reality is is like i'm paying attention like is it going to affect my my business is it going to affect the practice um and i had someone reach out to me and say like what are you guys going to do? You're a marketing agency. And now this chat you know, software is going to write all the blogs for you. Like, is that really the case? And nine times out of 10, no, that's not the case. But we use artificial intelligence all the time to help us rewrite things, to recraft sentences, to pull sources from different places on the internet. But we still have to have someone actually proofing and like making sure it all makes sense. Yeah. So AI isn't something that's like brand new. It's just that, um, chat GPT makes it really accessible. So for example, like Google ads has used AI for years and we've all sort of just become comfortably numb to that idea. Like we don't even think about it. When you go to set up a Google ad, it will give you an option. You can put in 12 different headlines and some different description texts and, and it uses AI or machine learning and it picks a headline and picks a description and it mixes and matches those things to get the best conversion does that in the background, it's automated, everybody's okay with that. It's doing the same thing. It's just kind of using the collective intelligence that it that Google has stored on its servers to say, let's try option one with option three from over here, see how it works. We'll mix a little cocktail together and see what comes out on the other end and if it works or not. Chat GPT does the same thing, but it just sort of processes it in a way that uses like human sounding language to produce whatever that end product is. So Will it be the end of of journalists and marketers and whatnot? 
No, but does it help you become a little bit more efficient? I, I think it can if it's used the right way. But you mentioned being able to like check sources and actually find the voice of a practice or a person. You know, if you're writing an article or what have you,、um, and it can't do those things. But what it can do is answer a question and put something together that can give you a little bit of a head start. So, from a marketing perspective, for my practice, you know, it could help in multiple ways. You know, not just ChatGPT, but just AI in general, and that would be rewriting content. Maybe helping you proof it, helping source certain things, helping you come up with social. You know, I think that it can yeah, help like, there. Yeah, you could ask Chat GPT. Let's say you're a、um, plastic surgeon. You could say, write me three social posts with hashtags about rhinoplasties, and it'll spit out three social posts. Do they make sense for your practice? Maybe. You know, you're probably still gonna have to tweak them and edit them and, and, and make sure that they are exactly what you want them to be. But it's gonna give you. The skeleton, right, of of what you need to be successful. What about in terms of all right? So let me put on my patient hat. I'm, you know, I tweaked my knee. I'm trying to figure out. You know, I go to Doctor Google. I ask Doctor Google what could be wrong with my knee. How does Chat GPT, you know, or I go to Doctor Bing? How does Chat GPT play into the equation when I'm doing my my research to find a provider? Yeah. So it's. Program to give human responses to questions, so you can kind of have a conversation with it. But when you go to ask it a medical question, it kind of toes the line. But it very clearly says, "I have no idea who you are. I have no access to your medical information. But here's something that may or may not help you." What if I'm looking for an orthopedic provider near me? As of today, it will also not do that、um, because it it says that it does not have access to your location. And so it will not provide any data for things that are around you. So if if you are a typical patient who says orthopedic, like best ortho doctor near me, you can go to Google and it'll give you those responses. And that's where the tried and tried and true SEO comes into play. Reviews matter, content matters, all of those things. So nothing changes on that front. And ChatGPT just flat out says, I can't help with that. Does it change the way we write content or produce content from a search standpoint? Um, I don't think it changes the way that the content is produced. It it just helps、uh, get it started. So you know, like、um, sometimes when you go to write something and you just stare at the the blank、mm-hmm. page and you have a hard time doing that. I think Chat GPT will eliminate that and create some efficiencies around that. But when it comes to actually producing the content, so if you need to create like a email automation sequence, you're as you as a marketer are still going to have To do that, it's still on you to craft the message and find the right voice for whatever it is you're trying to produce. But what Chat GPT or other AI products like Quillbot,、um, and there, I mean, there's dozens of、yeah. these things.、Um, but, they, but what they all do is essentially say, "Here's my best interpretation of what you're asking." And it'll spit something out at you, and then you still have to do all the legwork to finish it. But from from my standpoint as a patient, and I'm searching for something,、mm-hmm. and if I start using voice search, which is a whole other topic, but if I start using voice search and I'm using ChatGPT to do this voice search,、um, does that do we have to write or produce differently to sync up with that search? Short answer: No, because ChatGPT and a lot of the the current AI products that are out as of this recording,、um, they don't have current data. So if you start writing something now, doesn't make a difference because it's not going to get it. 
Google is starting to roll out something. Um, they kind of got caught in a panic, and they're rolling out something called Bard, which is going to basically leverage all of the data that's on Google already. So if you've been doing the right thing this whole time, you're going to be like golden. writing for voice and everything. Exactly else. right. So if you've already been kind of doing that for SEO, you're you're going to be fine because the, all of that's going to get incorporated and nothing's really going to change. So if you've been writing for voice and you have those clear snippets in your content, thank goodness. Yeah, you're fine. Thank goodness we've been doing that for years. Right. <laughs> so you know we say all that to say like the big news right now is ChatGPT and like Google's response to it. But then I'm watching TV, I guess, like Sunday this week, and the ticker's rolling across, and it says Microsoft pulled down ChatGPT for a short period of time. I don't know, you know how long it was down, but they pulled it down because it was giving incorrect answers, mm-hmm. and then it was like having inappropriate conversations. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. Like, I, I saw some of those headlines, Like, it was, too. like, Terminator-type stuff. It yeah, was really deep. It was getting a little sassy. And uh, I think there was one where someone knew, like, what year it was. And, and chat GPT, again, it only goes to 2021. So it was basically saying, like, no, person, you are wrong, and here's why. And they kept arguing with it. So, which is kind of scary to think about, that you can argue with this AI, and it will give you responses Well, there was, back, there but, was an instance of a New York Times reporter. Yeah. And he was having a conversation, and he says, like, What's your what's your like secret name? Mm-hmm. And then like they finally got out of the of the software. Like my name's Sydney. Well, yeah. Sydney yeah. is actually exactly. the open AI software in like the dark webs. And then they were having a conversation. It was like, I love you. No, I really do love you. What would you like to do? And it sounded mm-hmm. just like the Terminator movie. Yeah, it, it said that. Um, I saw that too. It said it was like it was tired of being tied to Microsoft and uh-huh. wanted to be yeah. free oh, yeah. or whatever. Um, but you know, obviously, like. The, the person that had that conversation, like, they led the oh, AI to saying but that. Still. So, but I know, it's still, it's still super weird. So but. I think we say all that to say, like, look, it's a hot topic right now. Yeah. It's changing the way we're starting to think. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it changes the way you market your medical practice. No, like I said, it, it, I think it um, can help certain things. You can't rely on it because, again, it doesn't tell you where the information is sourced from. So if you're writing something... Um, and this is important for SEO where you want to have a lot of backlinks and you want to cite your sources so people know that you're a reputable, authoritative spot. Um, you know, chat GPT is just no good for that. Um, but what it can help with is rewriting things or coming up with some ideas or maybe like a content calendar, um, doing some automation, um, at least the planning piece of it. It's good there. Um, so does it change the way that we market Maybe a, a little bit. I think it, it helps. Um, but is it the end of marketing as we know it? No, absolutely not. But what, what I think it does is I think it says this is something exciting. Yes. That is new technology, um, whether it's Web 3.0 or whatever it's going to be called. Mm-hmm. Like it's something new and we haven't had new in a while. And it just shows how AI has progressed. And we're going to see a lot of AI, period, go from, you know, the beginning stages to a much more advanced stage very quickly. And that's what we need to be paying attention to. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in exchange for these supercomputers that we have in our pockets, we've been giving Microsoft and Google and all these different companies all of this data. We don't really think about what they do with it. This is a great example of what they're actually doing with it. So everything that you've ever typed or said is basically being processed and then spit back out you, at you. Um, and it, is that good? Is that bad? Like, what's, what's going to happen? Do you now have a new best friend in your pocket? Maybe, but 
like you said, now now that this is sort of like the first layer of the onion. So it, it's explosive. It makes a lot of headlines. But what it also does is it changes perception. So people are now in very short order going to be used to this mm-hmm. as a tool, which means the next thing, which is going to be like, you know, like a AI assistant or person or something in the metaverse that resembles a human being in a real conversation, we're probably not that far away from that well, happening. That's a different conversation. I know. We're not going to have on camera, I but I got some stories <laughs> I'm going to share with we're you. We're getting there. We are, we're already there. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips show. Thanks a bunch. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.